0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks that I give away every Monday is Kim Dust. She's in the entertainment industry and is currently working a full time day job and doing her side hustle on the side. Kim, congrats. For you, guys' this chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444. To officially enter again text the word nathan to 33444 after you've subscribed top tribe tomorrow's episode is going to be a little different we got a big offer to sell ao i'll tell you more tomorrow Okay, Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest this morning, you've probably heard of his company. His name is Landon Ray, and he is with Onchport. He's a serial entrepreneur whose mission is to educate, motivate, and enable others to realize their life goals and passions by starting and growing their own businesses. At the age of 25, he transformed himself from a street corner flower vendor into one of the nation's (laughs) top securities day traders in just 12 months. His success was recounted in books, magazines, and dozens of newspapers across the country. Today, as mentioned, Landon Array is the founder and CEO of Entreport, a 10-year-old company. After beating the odds on Wall Street and again during the recession, Ray's taken his exhaustive research and personal experience and created a family of products and related services that reflect his passion for educating and supporting entrepreneurs. Landon, are you ready to take us to the top?
1: Yes, let's go there. Let's
0: do this. It'll be fun. So first, hold on real quick. I didn't know this about you. Flowers on street corners. What was yeah, your? I mean, <laughs> what What was the one sentence you could use that got the highest close rate selling the tulip?
1: Oh, man. Selling the tulip. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it was so much like that. And honestly, the, the, uh, the street corner thing is a little bit of, of, uh, creative liberty. It was actually at farmer's markets. Um, and, uh, and you know what, they just kind of came to me. Flowers sell themselves. It's one of those things.
0: Very cool. We're, I mean, were you selling? Okay, well, we will, we won't go there, but then you went to <laughs> wall. You went from vending to wall street. Why wall street? <laughs>
1: Oh, um, so I was selling flowers and I was playing music in a, in a, in a band with my buddy. And uh, now I turned twenty-five, and something happens. I think when you turn, at least for me, when I think for a lot of a lot of guys, um, you start to have this like, uh, you know, holy crap, what am I going to do with my life? Moment, and um, and so I had that, and and for me, twenty-five was around nineteen ninety-six, and um, and uh, and that was the very early part of of what was um, kind of feeling like there was something interesting happening in Silicon Valley, right? Like mm-hmm. Yahoo was 12 bucks. Cisco was just getting off the ground. Um, and, and there felt like there was this kind of like renaissance of, of something big going on in, in Silicon Valley. And I wanted to be a part, I lived in Silicon Valley. I, w- I grew up in half moon Bay. Um, but, um, but I didn't, you know, I, I was college dropout and I didn't, I wasn't an engineer and I was like, how am I going to get a piece of, of this? And, um, and so I just started kind of studying and looking, and what I found was that you could get a piece of it by learning how to trade. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, uh, you know, several things coincidences led to uh, me ending up moving to New York City and and uh, going through the grueling process of of learning to trade stocks.
0: What year did you decide to give up Wall Street then and and head on into entrepreneurship in the startup space?
1: Oh, let's see. I left I left Wall Street in two thousand uh one ish after the crash i kind of like battled it out for another year but i i my income dropped by like 90 percent, and that job isn't actually that much fun so wait tell Uh, me
0: tell me that story real quick so you were there for five years started in 1996 what was your salary and whatever commission in 1996
1: oh it wasn't like that uh it was i i just had um i borrowed 50 grand from my dad and was literally buying and selling stock for myself oh got it. it okay so uh so yeah my my income was in you know i did very well i was i, I made several million dollars as a as a young man uh-huh. um and uh and then all of a sudden like i don't know in 2000 i probably made a couple million dollars and then in 2001 i probably made a 100 grand for for more work um and that just to me at the time was like why am i doing this anymore i'm not i'm not interested um so i took a few years off actually ended up getting married having a couple of kids and then um you know got to the point where i felt like i Needed to uh, move on to the next stage of my kind of like career. And I had a buddy who talked to me into starting this business, which was not entreport. And, uh, and we started this other business. Uh, it was, it was kind of in the SEO space when Google, like getting on Google, this was 2004. Now mm-hmm. getting on Google was starting to become something that, that, uh, you know, entrepreneurs were getting conscious of uh, as a, as a good strategy. And, um, and so we kind of started this business and uh, about a year into it, I realized like, being in the SEO business was not a good move because one day uh, Google was probably going to take away all my results, and yep. I was going to end up with my tail between my legs. But along the way, I had been forced to, like all of us, uh, learn about marketing and sales and how to in online marketing. And this was, you know, in the early days before there was ten gazillion tools out there for everything under the sun. And, uh, and so we, there was, you know, some fundamental sort of like direct marketing strategies that we wanted to implement in our business for which there were no tools. And so we started building them ourselves. And by the time I realized that, that this earlier business was not the one I wanted to sail off into the sunset with, um, we had a pretty significant set of tools, uh, that we were using internally. And, uh, so it was pretty easy for me to, to kind of pivot away from SEO and to, to focus on on um, making these tools available to the marketplace. So that, so that
0: pivot was what, 2007?
1: Six, 2006 we, we moved and then it took us to 2007 to launch anything. And then okay. we launched uh, something and then that flopped and we launched something else in 2008 and that kind of like limped along. And then we launched another version in 2009 and that's when things exploded. Okay.
0: 2009 explosion. Let me just ask real quick though. You went through 2006, 2007, 2008 of basically trying and failing. How much money had you guys put into the Hold business?
1: On, no, let's just, let's just, let's just get that right. Cause yeah. it was more painful than that. It was, it was 2004 to, okay. be, to be fair. Right. That's when I started going to work every day again. And uh, and it was not till, till, um, you know, like March, April of 2009 that it really started going. So it was five years of adject horrible failure.
0: So how much the, the, Entreport set of tools, which obviously came from kind of the SEO business, you kind of pivoted, how much had you put into Entreport, money wise before you really realized traction in 2009?
1: Oh, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, okay. it, and that's it. And that's, if you don't count the fact that I didn't take a salary for all those years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, because I had savings, so I was able to do that. So, I, I, um, but you know, we started small. It was me and, guys that I, that I hired right out of college. And, um, so it was really just like uh, some space in an incubator. We were, I mean, there's times actually that we were, we were working out of the, uh, out of the yurt on my property. Um, but uh, so tell you know, us
0: Landon, tell us where I, here's what I to do. I want you to tell, uh, give us some insight into where you are now, just so people can see, wow, this thing has really taken off. And then I want to go back and talk about the explosion. And when you started realizing success in 2009, so yeah. where, where are you guys, give us a sense of the size of the business today, 2016, how, maybe how many customers are you guys
1: at? Oh, we're, you know, 10,000 ish. Okay. Um, and uh, hundred employees and, you know, in the mid teens in terms of revenue, and um, you know, we, yeah, we've just exploded. We've made the Inc. 500 four years in a row. Congratulations. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, we've done the whole thing um, with very little uh, investment. I can't say none because I've taken a little bit of money from my my uh, old Wall Street friends, but, uh, but you know, no real VC money, it's all- How much from trash. Wall
0: Street? Call it a million, two million?
1: Two million bucks is what I've brought in. Well, no, let's call it three altogether. Okay. Just, um, 3 million bucks, maybe all together over, I mean, this is over 10 years,
0: uh, debt or it, did you give up, did you give up equity in the business?
1: Equity, but it, it really, it was like, um, yeah, it, yeah. Equity. It's to okay. my buddies. Okay. You know what I
0: mean? So do you, uh, I mean, do you own the rest of, in terms of equity? Do you own the rest of it outside of those buddies?
1: Uh, well, I gave 10% to the, uh, to the employee stock option pool. Yep. And I gave uh, significant chunks to those two co-founders, uh, those two guys from college that are now, now, uh, co-founders. Uh-huh. Um, they're our CTO and our chief—what do, do you call him? Our senior chief architect or something like that. What do you give a CTO
0: uh, these days? What, like five percent? Uh,
1: I don't know what you give a CTO these days, but um, that's not uh, far out of the ballpark. Okay. Uh, um, and um, yeah, so uh, so those guys have chunks. Uh, we also have a president of the company, Lena Requist, who's amazing and largely runs the operations of the of like everything in the business except for engineering, and uh-huh. uh, she's got a chunk and uh, yeah and then i own the rest what
0: i mean to the extent you're comfortable for for the president of the company are we talking like 10% or 20% equity
1: um l- well uh, i'm not going to i can't really share that that's okay i, I, I shouldn't share all that that's okay uh, i don't i don't but I, and really honestly what we have done is uh, is um, probably not anything that has anything to do with what is traditional um, in the Valley. I have no idea what it well, is. Well, that's what,
0: that's what makes people on the show so valuable. I mean, right, this is why, this is why yeah. people tune in every day. And guys, just real quick, if you're interested in the show notes from this episode we've got with Landon, you can check them out in the show notes at NathanLacca.com forward slash the top 170. I'll also link to Angeport so you can try it out for your business. Help us understand real quick, pricing wise, this Is always a debate in the SaaS industry, Landon. You guys go from 79 a month, all the way up to 597 a month. Tell us how you think about pricing.
1: Um, Well, to me, um, you know, what we're focused on more than anything is on is on fulfilling the mission of our business. Right. And so the mission of our business is to remove the burden of technology for entrepreneurs so they can focus on 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 building businesses they love. Right. And and so what we've noticed is that um, if that's our mission is to is to remove the burden of technology for entrepreneurs, um, that 300 bucks a month is a lot for people who are just starting out. Right. So how I think of it, I mean, I know most people think about pricing in in terms of like looking at spreadsheets and figuring out what they can get or figuring out um, what they should charge based on their customers. But uh, really for us, it's about like, how do we serve the market that we want to serve? And, um, and, you know, when we first started selling this product, it was actually like $1,600 a month. Um, and that's because we didn't have the the wherewithal internally to um, to support clients for less because we didn't have documentation and we didn't have s- support and we didn't have an implementation team and we didn't and the, and the app was hard to use sure and and over time we've um, you know dramatically improved all that and so we've been able to afford to uh, to 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 um, offer our product for less money to to you know get closer and closer to serving. Um, you know, everybody. What so we Landon, see,
0: what's, what's just, what's the average customer, would you say, pay you per month?
1: Um, well, I could I could give you, um, some numbers that are a little bit older, which would probably be about $400 a month. Okay. Um, but we've also just reached, uh, released a free product, uh, called Pages, mm-hmm. which is our first free product, uh, which is a landing page builder. Um, and that is certainly going to skew those numbers because those number, you know, those customer numbers are getting big.
0: Yep. 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 So you've got, I mean, are people, uh, the $400, uh, average revenue per user, you said is an old one. Is it now higher or lower just so we can understand trends?
1: Well, I was, I mean, it's lower because of this free product.
0: Oh, I uh, see. I
1: see. Oh, so the yeah.
0: 10,000, the 10,000 people, those aren't all paying customers. Those are users.
1: Um, it's yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, we're over 10,000 well over 10,000. If you add, uh, in Entrepages customers.
0: Okay. But just to be clear, those are paying customers, not users, like free users.
1: Um, let's see if you want to talk about paying customers, it's probably more in the order of like 6,000.
0: Okay. Got it. That's helpful. That's helpful. So about Mm -hmm. six, about 6,000 paying customers, paying you somewhere between call it 200 and 600 bucks. Um, you got a hundred employees right now. You're still all based in Santa Barbara, right?
1: Well, we have, remember we have products now down to, uh, we have products down to, um, you know, $79 for at Entreport and, and even down to 15 bucks for Entrepages uh, premium. So, yeah. 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 No, I was just trying to get a sense of the the average, right? We also have customers that pay us a lot more than $600 a month because we're a full service uh, email service provider, which, gets expensive if you're selling, sending, you know, tens of millions of emails a month.
0: Yeah, but I'm doing this basically just to do math. So, I mean, when you yeah. sum all this up, you're doing somewhere between call it 14 and, and 20 million bucks in in annual recurring revenue.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay, good. That makes sense. Now, now, for everyone else, Landon doesn't want to turn you off if you're going, oh my gosh, I can't spend 400 bucks a month. That's why he's articulating. Try, go try the free stuff they've got. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, but Landon, help us understand, what is the, I mean, you went from zero to like 100 employees. What's been the biggest thing that's been the hardest thing for you to kind of overcome as you, you know, grow like, you know, by leaps and bounds?
1: Oh man, let's see. The hardest thing to overcome, there's so <laughs> I mean, entrepreneurship uh, to me is like a series of of challenges and problems. Like uh, there's so many hard things that we've had to overcome. Um Staying, staying profitable uh, while trying to grow a software as a service business is an is a extraordinary challenge. Are you profitable, Probably,
0: are you profitable now in, in January, 2016?
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yes. Well, oh,
0: nice, profitable. hey, congratulations. That's, that's rare for a SaaS company.
1: That's, well, that's part of the thing. We have to, um, when you don't raise a ton of money, like how do you not be profitable?
0: Yep. You yep. know
1: what I mean? Like that's, that's the deal. So, um, so, you know, how to grow a business and, uh, and, and state at you know, profitably is, has been an extraordinary challenge learning, you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm more of kind of like, you know, if, if you want to put people into buckets, I'm probably more in the like visionary kind of bucket than I am in the, in the operations bucket. And, mm-hmm. and yet, um, operations is where the rubber meets the road. And so for me, having to learn how to, you know, um, manage a hundred person company has been, um, a long process, uh, painful process. Um, I mean, we, we've had to learn everything, you know, one of the other challenges that we had to learn that took us you know, years was how to, one of the things that, and I, and I wonder why there's not better education about this. Maybe there is now, but, but yeah, you can go out and learn engineering. Uh, you can learn PHP or, or, or rails or whatever it is. You can, um, but there's, I haven't seen, uh, great education and we certainly didn't have great education on how to manage an engineering department mm-hmm. and um, how to manage projects in engineering and how to manage uh, code and how to, you know, like that was, those were like long, painful, long yeah. painful lessons in the early years. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and, and, you know, honestly now it feels like, um, you know, a pretty s- serious advantage that we have, that we've gone through that and have a, have a pretty extraordinary process in that in that area well you're um, done you
0: guys are definitely process oriented i saw that at the conference uh the last conference you guys had it was it was refreshing actually landon before we before we wrap up kind of an interesting question here. i'm gonna put you on the hot seat for a second oracle calls you offers you 100 million bucks for the business do you sell on support
1: 100 million huh um the call it 5x arr i don't think so no uh-uh. um i don't think that that would be um that would be the way to go at this point. Um, although you know you have to, you know, I've got two young kids. You do have to like at some point go. A um, hundred million dollars is a ridiculous amount of money. And are you a total freaking idiot to say <laughs> no to that? Um, and at the same time, uh, Entreport is um, is in a really good position right now, and and uh, profitable to, to be profitable and growing. And uh, and and honestly, we ju- like I said, we just launched um are uh this free product we've never done paid marketing in our lives until um like a few months ago and so um we're just now experimenting with paid customer acquisition which is it represents an extraordinary opportunity um so we have we have so many um sh- sort of like uh unrealized opportunities yep. in the business right now that to that to um kind of like cash in uh at, uh, at a hundred million, um, would probably not be the way. Now, if Oracle said, uh, I'll give you 50 million for, for, um, you know, a chunk of the business that might be interesting. What chunk? Oh, I don't know. I mean, come on. Uh, I, you know, uh, well, you said it, I didn't, I mean, you said, yeah. you said that
0: question. Come on, man. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, honestly, we haven't, um, 30%, we haven't,
0: 20%. Yeah.
1: I mean, um, some 30% would probably make yeah. sense. Right. Uh, I you know, honestly, I, I, I'm i like, really have not paid a lot of attention to the world of VC and Silicon Valley. I've been, I, I'm kind of a more traditional guy. Like, you, you know, that's good. I, I think down, down to earth, time. sipping your green, people-
0: sipping your green tea, watching the, the thunderstorm in Santa Barbara, you know,
1: well, <laughs> no, I'm drinking coffee, coffee. And, okay. But, but I mean, you know, in, if you go to Silicon Valley, there's not a lot of businesses that have forced themselves to grow profitably. For example, that just seems like when I talk to VCs, they're like, what are you doing? Like, that's not how you win. And I'm like, man, I I don't know. Like, losing money every month doesn't feel like how you win to me. Yeah. So
0: makes good sense. Hey, Landon, on that note, before we get into my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that?
1: Oh, our Facebook group for Entreport is uh, probably the best way to do that. It's called the Entreport User Community. And uh, join up there. Or there's the Entrepages uh, User Community also. And I'm pretty active on there. That's how I stay in touch with our customers. Okay, Top Tribe,
0: do not forget your chance to win a 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter 703-431-2709. Perfect. There you have it. Okay, Landon, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. My heart is pounding. Do you know what's next? No, I don't. Come on, man. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Number one, favorite business book.
1: Oh, man. Um, I, I I hate to suck up to a, a, a freaking like 30 year old, but I have to throw <laughs> out Obstacles the Way by, by Ryan Holiday. Um, I know he keynoted our, our conference um, this year that you were at, and, and that's because I, I specifically wanted him there. That And it's not really a business book. Um, but like I said, a business is, a, is about facing a series of challenges and um, and the perspective that he shares in that book is 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 how you persevere.
0: Next question. Is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: Oh, <clears throat> you know, I I'm not a good. I went through a long period of like reading every book and, uh, under the sun. And then I had a turning point where I realized like, you know what, I need to actually get out of learning mode and get into execution mode. And, um, and I kind of stopped with, the, with a lot of that. I will say, I like watching Gary Vaynerchuk. That's a stupid answer. Um, but, um, but I love his, his attitude and and his, um, kind of like enthusiasm. Um, but no, I don't really, I don't really, you know, kind of like follow, Fair, um, fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Number three, Landon. Um, besides Entreport and Entrepages, Pages, what is your
1: yeah. favorite online tool? Oh, geez. Let's see. I live pretty much in uh, in Google Apps and Jira, and um, and I use I might be weird, but I use Google Note. Is it uh, Google Keep? Yeah. Uh, like, cra- like crazy. Like um, crazy. So those are. That's pretty much where I live. Great oh, number. I, yeah. Number
0: four, Landon. Yes or no? Are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, yes. Nice. And how? Sorry, you're married, right? How many kids?
1: Uh, I am not married anymore. I'm oh, single. I have a, okay. I have a long term partner. Not single either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I've got two kids. And uh, one of the commitments I made at the very beginning of my business was that I was going to be home at five thirty every night and, and and not miss my kids growing up. And I've I've pretty much uh, accomplished that.
0: That's great. Huge accomplishment. Uh, I'm sure all the parents listening will agree. Last question, Landon. Uh, how old are you now? I am 43. Okay, take us back to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish he knew? Uh,
1: you know what I wish I would have known is um, is that once you get like into career mode, um, it's really hard, and, and also baby raising mode. Um, it's, it's really hard to pull yourself out of that. Um, and I am my, one of my passions in life is, is travel. I got, I got, um, you know, a few months of kind of world travel in when I was, when I was 2021, 20, but if I could go back, I would say, um, bro, um, you know, string that out, just see the world for three years. And cause there's so much value, uh, in, in broadening your perspective and, um, and learning what's, what the world is actually like out there. That um and then you know and I travel a lot now but it's like I get a week here and there and then I gotta I gotta get back I got kids to raise um and so um that that would be a
0: well top tribe there you have it with Landon Ray from flower vendor on a street corner to high volume trader who made millions when he was young to failure in between and now the hugely successful entrepreneur doing well over around twenty million dollars in annual recurring revenue Landon thank you for taking us to the top
1: yes Nathan it was a pleasure.
0: Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed today with Landon, you will love yesterday's episode with Laura Roder. She went from info product to $2.2 million SaaS business with an 11-month-old. And don't forget, tomorrow's episode will be a little different. We got a big offer to sell Heo. I'll tell you more tomorrow.